Um, yes, I feel un uncomfortable and um, I don't use so much words as I do in German. In German, I'm very, I, 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 I knew very in different words. Uh, so it is uh, an, another level of speaking to persons. And in English, I, I, every, day I'm, every time I feel I, yeah, that, that I'm only a three-year-old girl mm -hmm. <laughs> with mm -hmm. uh, 10 words I know in English and I don't feel that it makes very often sense what I'd say and <laughs> yes something like that <laughs>
comfortable to speak to my colleagues or to um, other people. And in what instances do you feel most uncomfortable? When when do you feel that your English fails you the most? Um, when I speak to uh, foreign persons, uh, for per, with persons who speak English as their um, mother language, for, uh, for native speakers, and um, when my colleagues are so much better in English than me, then it's, <laughs> it, it makes me nervous to speak English. <laughs> and when you say with these native speakers or these speakers who speak so much better, that this, these are your words, not mine. Yeah. Why? Okay, nervousness, I understand. But do you find yourself not understanding? Do you find yourself at a lack of words? Can you not find the words? Do you just feel uncomfortable? Do you do you know? I mean, maybe you don't yes, know. Yes. But hmm? um, yes, I feel un uncomfortable, and um, I don't use so much words as I do in German. In German, I'm very I I I I, I knew very in different words, uh, so it's, it's uh, an, another level of speaking to persons. And in English, I, I every day I'm every time I feel I. Yeah, that I'm only a three-year-old girl <laughs> mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. uh, 10 words I know in English and I don't feel that it makes very often sense what I'd say and... <laughs> Yes, something like that. <laughs> I mean, you sound great. So I, I don't think it's a founded uh, concern, but still, okay, it's it's your concern. So mm -hmm. it's it's a real concern. And of course, if you're nervous, then you express yourself less confidently. And, and then you're also worried about it already. So yes, that adds on to the whole stress of the situation. How do you think people react to you speaking English, again, with your words, badly? <sighs> Uh, it's difficult for me to uh, to I I do I don't do speak English so I can't see the reactions of my colleagues I only speak German to them or take another colleague to speak for me so I don't know what they really think when I, when I would do it mm -hmm. I didn't do it any I, I only write in English um, and don't speak English with them mm -hmm. so if I may so you feel uncomfortable to the point where you don't even try yes exactly and how about writing do you feel more confident there do you feel more mm. sure and not so much but for for writing with colleagues there's a, the google translator so you can so you can check up if the sentence makes sense a sense um and you can double check it with google so it's uh, a little bit comfortabler than to speak, but I don't think that's the right way to <laughs> translate everything with Google. <laughs> right. It's time consuming right now, at least. And it's kind of a false confidence because I think at least right now, who knows in five, 10 years how AI will develop, but you know, it's not always completely accurate. So you can very much miss the style or the register or the right tone of voice with with just yes. these translating programs. But you address something that I think is really interesting. I just saw a video on Instagram of a woman who basically says uh, or dictates a text in English and AI translates it into seven, eight languages for her. 
and mm -hmm. actually changes her mouth and her facial expression. So she speaks the text in these seven, eight languages. And I swear to you, you cannot tell. You wow. cannot tell. I mean, I don't speak all the languages, but the ones that I do speak, you couldn't see that she wasn't moving her mouth. It's perfect pronunciation. Uh, it's incredible. How do wow. you feel about that? What if what if technology really does advance to that point? Do you think you'll still need to speak English? Mm, yes, I think it's a important to to speak english on my own and not with a with a um with the ei that that um, helps me I, i think you can maybe learn with uh, this these tools in the future but um i think it's um necessary that i can speak english by myself and not with uh, with these tools why um Yeah. What, you know what 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 I, i agree with you i completely mm -hmm. agree with you but what do we miss when we rely on whatever google translate artificial I think, intelligence i think the personal touch get lost with what i mean the the feelings uh, the impressions what i what i want what i want to say in english is uh, i completely agree with you 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 lose the you lose the connection You yes. can kind of, I mean, these AIs are great if you, for example, have to welcome a group of people in a hotel <laughs> and yes. then you, you, you record your little welcome statement and then it translates it into different languages. But if you're actually trying to have a conversation, then it's uh, it's very difficult to have the connection if you're pausing to have it translated, you know, and, and you don't even know if the translation is correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, exactly. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do two little experiments just for me to get an idea, also a, a, a even better idea of your of your level. So the first experiment is a little role playing exercise. I'm a colleague who only speaks English. We are supposed to travel to Vienna together, and we need to make travel arrangements together. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so you're you're my colleague, and uh, we have to go to Vienna together. And now we're just in a room, in an office together, and let's have a conversation. So, Leah, uh, what do you think? Where where should we start? How how should we book it? Should we get a secretary to book it for us, or what are we going to do? What's important to us? Um, good question. Um, yeah, I think we have to talk about um, which hotel we like to uh, check in. Um, Do we have um, the same flight? Um, book we a flight together or um, go we separate to Vienna and meet um, at the hotel? Um, something right. like that. I, I, th I think you're going, I think you're going the day before me because uh, Max wanted ah. you to be there a little earlier. So yeah, so you're going to go to the hotel before me, but what's important to us with the hotel? What do you think? Should we be... What's what's more important? Because the convention is actually outside of the center, uh, but the center is, of course, much nicer to stay in. Should we be closer to the convention or should we be in the center? Um, I think we should be um, in the center so we can go for a sightseeing after our meeting or something like that. So mm -hmm. I I think it's um it's a good idea to have the, the same hotel if it's uh, possible and if they have free rooms so we can check in in the same hotel and after the meeting we can join um, to take sightseeing in Vienna mm -hmm. and we'll be there you know sort of we'll be there over the weekend should we just stay another night and book some wellness as well with it 
Yes, of course. Okay, okay. I'm in, I'm in. Wonderful. <laughs> okay, so that was one. And here's another one. Just, just kind of playing with this. Okay, so here's a second one. You are in a meeting and you need to tell a group of coworkers that their performance is not up to your expectations. So again, you're in a meeting mm-hmm. and you need to tell a group of coworkers that their that their performance is not up to par. So I'm trying to see how you handle the situation, right? And this is just mm-hmm. kind of part of your little little test. Um, hello, everybody. Um, I am invited to this meeting to uh, tell you that um, the um, performance uh, from every one of you was um, under that that we uh, um, that we um tell us it's okay okay. just keep just keep going it's totally okay we're just trying to you know we're just just trying to so (laughs) um was under that point that we uh, talk in our last meeting we have to be at this um point so um i would um, um speak to every one of you under for eyes <laughs> to um, to find out what went wrong and what we can be uh, what we can what we could be make better in the future so that our um, results um, would be better on the next meeting. Mm-hmm. Would you take questions? Mm, no, no <laughs> questions allowed. <laughs> That's good. It's in English. I mean, at least you did it in English, so no questions. That's it. <laughs> okay, I won't torture you anymore. I won't torture you anymore. Okay. We will... <laughs> but this is also a good record for us. You know, we know where you started. So, you know, okay. in a in a year, we can look back to this and then see sort of, you know, I will have you take the same placement exam as well. And then I want to see how how you do uh, in a year. So we have a clear measurement as well, right? Okay, Okay. I feel horrible. No, 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 no. So we already recorded this episode in German and Leah has also taken an assessment test uh, in the the time between the German episode and the English episode. And she did really well. Uh, She has answered the questions really, really well. I think it was really interesting as well because she started answering the questions wrong and incorrectly and then the more she got comfortable the more she relaxed she just was just answering them all correctly from her gut right she was even saying uh this was just a feeling she was just answering from a feeling so her instincts and the knowledge is actually i think there but she's just when she gets nervous and this is my opinion this is my theory she just can't retrieve it and she can't sort of reproduce it i would right now say that she is at an upper intermediate level um b2 upper B2, sort of B2, three, B2, two. Okay. In the meantime, we have also picked a few books that we will be working with. I suggested several books to Leah and she has chosen her favorites from the list. For a grammar book, she has selected How English Works by Michael Swan and Catherine Walter. We're going to start with this book and then see um, if we want to switch to uh, one of the Raymond Murphy books maybe in the future, but we're going to start with this one. And as a newspaper or magazine, she has selected Vanity Fair uh, (laughs) just because we want to start easy and with something that's fun and and just easy to read and that she can just really relax with. And finally, as her first literary piece, she has picked 
Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris, one of my all-time favorite authors. So here are your tasks, Leah. First and foremost, I would like to make sure that you no longer see the English language as a chore or as an effort (laughs) (laughs) or as something negative or unpleasant. And I think think this is actually the biggest hurdle that we're going to have and that we're going to encounter in this endeavor. Uh, Secondly, uh, the challenge to me and to you will be to try and make sure that English becomes a normal, regular part Mm -hmm. of your life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we have a little bit of work to do here as well. In the the third phase, we want to make sure you get to correct some of the mistakes you're making in English, um, have you expand your vocabulary, get you to speak more naturally, more effortlessly um, as a native speaker or near native speaker. And, And then finally, we will get to our ultimate goal, which is to achieve that you can actually be in your own head in English for certain periods of time. Or in other words, that you you can truly think completely in English for certain periods of time. I mm-hmm. think that's, that's our ultimate goal. So I wanted to establish our goals, but you don't worry about the goals. You don't worry about the big picture. You are just going to go one week after another, take it easy, go week by week. So you just focus on your weekly assignments. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here are a couple of things, specific things that I'd like you to do. Here's one. From now on, every night before going to bed, you will say to yourself, and depending on whether you're alone or not alone or <laughs> how comfortable <laughs> you, you feel, you can say this, you can say this just to yourself or you can say it out loud. <laughs> um, you're going to say, good night, Leah, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And I'll explain, I'll explain my logic. My logic is we we have to make English funny to you and it has to be kind of something Mm -hmm. native, you know? So there's a lot of research about what you go to sleep with stays with you until you wake up. So, (laughs) you know, so, so this idea of the last thing you say Mm -hmm. is, is in English. And if, if, you know, if you have to say it to yourself and not say it out loud, then whatever, you can go to the bathroom and say it in the bathroom once, but (laughs) But good night, Leah. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. But every single night. So, and in the morning, you say, good morning, Leah. Have a nice day. Okay. So, so that, so that English just, just every day, you know what I mean? I think there's going to be a cumulative effect. If every day you have this, you know, bam, 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 bam. So, so mm-hmm. that it just kind of, becomes natural to you because we, we we have a different voice you know in in a, in a foreign language our face looks different our voice is different our mouth moves differently so you want to get used to this in English okay okay so your final task for this week you will have to order the books you will have to buy your notebook and prepare everything but even more importantly this week I would like you to develop a ritual that you will associate with learning English. So mm-hmm. you should pick a place, a drink, whatever you prefer, you know, a, a wine, a tea, a beer, whatever you'd like. You can also get all fancy with it. You know, you can light a candle or you can get a particular blanket, uh, put on a hat, <laughs> whatever <laughs> you'd like. But the point is to try to repeat this every time you do English homework. And if at all possible, this should be, this should be something that you enjoy 
and that you would do for yourself anyway. You know what I mean? Sort of something that you would look forward to doing anyway, you know, cuddling up on your sofa or because because we want to make sure that English gets somehow associated with something positive. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. <laughs> and, and just just one more thing. In the end, you might decide that you don't need one, but two or three rituals because you have to do this every day. So you might want to have like a ritual at home, then a ritual in your car or in a cafe, right? Because mm -hmm. but this week, what your homework is, is to decide, okay, no matter where I am, how will I do English? How will how will I create the space, these 10 minutes every day? where all I do is English and where mm -hmm. I have fun with it and where it's not like this chore or this annoying thing. So maybe one of your rituals is to get in the car, drive from work to a nearby park and sit in the car overlooking a lake and do your English homework. I don't, I, I don't know. Just I'm just saying mm -hmm. so it, it, it can be anything that you find funny or, you know, it can be something that makes you laugh or, you know, <laughs> <laughs> But it's the same thing. And like I said, it could be two or three different rituals because it's not otherwise doable. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. One other thing is, please, this time, you're only spending 10 minutes every day. You stop yourself at 10 minutes. And this, this first week, you should go ahead and take your time and let yourself set everything up. So maybe you will spend only one minute with your books. If at all possible for this time, you don't have your cell phone on, you don't have a computer on, this is kind of like your Leah time, your downtime, your, you know, this is like mm -hmm. your, your time away from the universe. So, okay. <laughs> and then there's a third phrase that you're going to repeat. So in the morning, you say, good morning, Leah, have a nice day. In the evening, you say, good night, Leah, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> and every time you do English, you say whatever you hear, you pick your own word. Cool. Yes. Yay. Whatever. But something like positive like that. I get to do English now. Mm -hmm. And then you say this once out loud because psychologically you're programming yourself to welcome this activity. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I will give you your next week's task on Thursday always. Yes. And I will just send it to you. And then we'll see each other uh, over Zoom in a month again. And then mm -hmm. let me, if you have the patience, I would just kind of real quick tell the listeners out there what they can do. If you'd like to apply this to a language you're trying to learn or, or, or practice, you can do that as well at home. You can easily apply this methodology, not only to learning English, but also to learning other languages. Um, and and so, so again, let's just review real quick what we've done. So first there was the testing part. It is always a good idea to get evaluated by an expert or to have someone who knows what they are doing determine your level, the level you have right now. Oftentimes, your own assessment uh, of your abilities is is not accurate. It, it's you know you 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 assess yourself too high or too low most of the time. Um, but you can get help at your local college or university. Um, some community centers will be able to help as well. Language schools and of course private language consultants. And uh, it wouldn't be a bad idea to try and get some help uh, with finding suitable books. For Leah, we chose a grammar book, a magazine, and a novel so that she can experience different styles and read about different topics. If you want to give it a try completely on your own, there are online placement tests and book reviews and stuff like that. So you'd have to rely on those. 
And actually the methods we will be using will be more important than just the books you select. The most important thing will be to approach this experience with the same spirit and attitude as, Le as Leah. So like Leah, you should develop a ritual and try to follow along our program. I will post Leah's tasks on my Instagram page at CultureMDRJ, and I will be airing another episode with Leah in a month. Leah, thank you very much for participating. And to all of you out there, thank you for listening. This is Dr. J signing out.